sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. It is Thursday, January 21st, and we are back with Tiny Nick's Giant Picks post-inauguration edition. With me today, I have Dylan Thomas and Pear Brothen, who are clearly politically aligned. I'm Nick Hamity, and without us today is uh, Ethan Hydorn and Pear, or, uh, Andrew Pepping. Uh, excuse me. Ethan couldn't be with us today because uh, he is killing puppies, and Andrew Pepping couldn't be with us today because he is actually at work. Dylan... Start us out with a historical fact. Yeah, I I want to take note, first of all, of just how happy I am that Ethan's not here. I miss Pep, but I'm really glad that Ethan's not here. That being said, if there was any episode for Ethan to join, this would be the one because he would love today's historical fact in sports. 1973, the 23rd NFL Pro Bowl played at the Texas Stadium in Irving, Texas. The MVP of that game was none other than then Ethan Hydorn's single favorite celebrity, perhaps largest crush in the world, ex-NFL running back and current convicted criminal, O.J. Simpson. Currently convicted for not murder, though. Currently a convicted criminal, nonetheless. Now, Perry, you are a Bills fan. Um, we won't show this to Ethan. Uh, I'm sure Ethan doesn't listen to the podcast anyways. Uh, did O.J. do it? Uh, I'm, You know, maybe Ron Gold. At that restaurant, you know, everything was normal and, you know, gloves are, you know, often I go for walks with the dog gloves lying around all the time. So I, I don't know, you know, I, I just can't tell. <laughs> well, I do want to apologize right away uh, if we do have any technical difficulties. My internet has been trash today and uh, Dylan and Pear are trying to work through it with me right now, but uh, we'll get right into it today. It's a it's a pretty uh, pretty easy show for us to do today because we only have two games to talk about, um, being that we have finally reached the conference championships. I want to start out with the NFC here because uh, we have Big Dick Tom taking on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady started out this this opened up. I want to I want to note right away this opened up at plus three and a half points uh, for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers probably a team that are going to get a lot of public money thrown on them, being that Tom Brady actually has a home Super Bowl if he can win this game, uh, being that the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year. I personally, uh, I personally, I- I'll wait a second to tell you guys, Mylene, I want to get your guys' unbiased pick first. Um, Dylan, this, this spread's coming in at plus three right now for the Bucs, minus three for the Packers. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Packers. Uh, I'll give you a couple of reasons why. First of all, Green Bay in December and January, since Mr. A-Rod became the starting quarterback there, they are 30-6 and six at home. They have been fantastic this time of year. It's no uh, surprise to hear that kind of a stat when we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Additionally, the Packers throughout the season have not really been known as having a great defense. Their past six games, they've given up an average of 17 points a game. To me, the reason why that's important is because the Tampa Bay offense has not been that great. If you look at their win last week against the Saints, uh, it would be an entirely different game if not for the turnovers from the Saints. Obviously, that was an uncanny game for Drew Brees. Uh, so I don't think that that's very representative of what the Buccaneers offense really looks like considering the field position that they were given time, time after time. Uh, so I am going to roll with the Packers at home here. I'm just not, I'm still not convinced on the Bucs. If you look at their last, I don't know, 10 games, who's the last good football team that they beat aside from the Packers and what was a fluke week? That's what I was going to say. It was, uh, you know, they did beat the Packers and they beat the shit out of the Packers, but we do know Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is a front runner. He got down early in that game. Um, after after they actually went up really quick, and then it just collapsed on them. Once the the game started to get away from Aaron Rodgers, regular season game, packed it in. This is a different story. This is the playoffs now, and he's one game away from the Super Bowl, and he knows for his legacy he needs this game damn well. And as hungry as Tom Brady always is to get another Super Bowl, I I, I do believe Aaron Rodgers is hungrier for his second than Tom Brady is for his sixth. Now, all of that being said, Pear, we know this is going to be a great game. This is going to be – we got the four best teams in football now. This is one of the first years that I can remember – Maybe the, the first year that I can remember that the four teams that I predicted or wanted to make it to the, the, the final four here all made it. We had the four best teams in the playoffs. Pair, who are you taking in this game? Um, well, according to the definition of uh, best teams and most likely to move through the playoffs, we don't have the best teams because the Bucks are not the two seed. Uh, and notorious chalk better. Uh, and you only pick... Uh, top seeds to get through the, the playoffs and one seeds to get the Super Bowl and one seeds to get to the final four and your March. Yeah, and how's that looking? And how's that looking right now? Uh, all on Monday, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this is going to be a great game. Um, just an absolute thrashing of the bucks over the Packers in that first meeting. Um, like you said, a lot of fluke things went the bucks way. Um, and being that this is for all the marbles right here, uh, it's going to be a much tighter game. And I think the Lions is definitely in the right spot to reflect that. Um, but look, you've got Aaron Rodgers, who last three conference championship games, all L's, one and three outright, and two and two ATS in conference championship games. Uh, and you, on the other side, he's got Tom Brady, nine and four outright in conference championship games. I mean, he is the GOAT for a reason. You can say all you want about uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is motivated, uh, this and that and the other, but you know what? You've got Tom Brady in three points on the other side. I'm going to take Tom Brady in three points because I think this is probably going to be a field goal game, and I'll take a push on three. Uh, yeah, and I'll wait a minute to get to my picks until after we go through the AFC game, but uh, all good stuff there, pair. Now, uh, like I said, we're going to make this one quick, mainly uh, because we are having some internet issues, uh, which is completely my fault here. But the Bills, the Bills here going into Kansas City against Pat Mahomes, who was dropped on his head uh, pretty violently last week. Andy Reid, for whatever reason, decided to run Patrick Mahomes on third and one from midfield. The guy that is losing. Just stupid, dude. Like, I love Andy Reid. I love him. And I had to argue this with a couple people this week that had told me, oh, you, you think there's other coaches? You want a second question, uh, Andy Reid or second guess Andy Reid? Yes, I do. Uh, Pat Mahomes, fourth down maybe run that ball. If it's the last possession of the game or something, let him do. In the middle of a game that you're already winning and you're controlling, I did not agree with that call at all. And Pat Mahomes is in jeopardy because of it. Even if he let's, plays let's not, for, let's not forget either that this is not an, an isolated incident. Dylan against your Broncos is when Pat Mahomes it was dislocated dis- his knee. Yeah, it was decided it was a good idea to to run him up the middle, uh, and he dislocates his kneecap. I believe so, it was two runs in a row, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And that's just it, it, with a guy like Pat Mahomes, you just can't do that. You can do that with uh, you know uh, any any other quarterback besides Cam Pat Newton, Mahomes. Almost Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, like Drew even, Locke, even the goat. 
Josh yeah, Drew Locke. I'm running Drew Locke <laughs> up the middle every every fucking time. But uh, yeah, you know, one of waiting, his little dances. Just waiting for Drew Locke to get to get taken out of the game, so I can hopefully find my Tony Romo on the bench. But uh, I mean, seriously, it was it was one of the dumbest play calls I've seen, and I was uncomfortable before Mahomes went down. Just seeing him take off on the and also, do you guys remember at the beginning of the game? Mahomes ran in a touchdown. He he ran that in pretty ver- up, upright vertical. If he would have taken a shot there in the knees, the even like, dude, he, the guy's running the ball too much for how good he is. That being said, it is the playoffs now, and it's time to win. I want to go back to my point here. The Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs, even if they get uh, Pat Mahomes back for this game, he's going to have a hard time practicing this week. He's going to have a hard time getting into the flow of anything, um, unless the Chiefs just don't follow concussion protocol, which I never put past anybody in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm still, uh, I'm still wary of Pat Mahomes. I'll circle back here in a second to tell you guys my lean. But Dylan, do you trust Pat Mahomes to come back and cover the three point spread in this game? Okay, so I've been super back and forth on this. I am going to give my lean, but I'll tell you why I've been super back and forth. We've talked a lot about the Chiefs not covering, but winning lately, right? They're, if you look at their last nine games, depending on what line you picked up, they're 1-8 and eight or 0-9 oh covering, but they've won uh, all, of, all but their last game of the season, right? All but their last game of the regular season. However, seven of those games, the Chiefs line was a seven-point favorite or greater. Yep. So I, I don't know if you can take that for, you know, your pure reason. That's going to be a, a, something that's tossed around. It already is something that's being tossed around a lot that the Chiefs aren't covering. The Chiefs aren't covering. They were getting heavy. I mean, they, you know, what were, were they minus 10 in half of those games? So um, that being said, if not for the Hale Murray, Buffalo would enter this game on a 12 game win streak. And we've been talking up Buffalo a lot, and I know that pair's been hesitant to jump on the bandwagon, but they've been really, really strong and really consistent. Um, and that game, when they lost that against the Cardinals, the Cardinals were a legit playoff contender at the time. They kind of fell off the wagon after that. Um, last week, the Bills looked like they slipped up a little bit. Their passing attack didn't quite click, but it was a lot windy, of wind, though. A windy, lot of wind. Bad conditions. And that's not going to be the case this Sunday in Kansas City. It's supposed to be pretty still. Uh, the Chiefs are ranking 32nd in red zone defense. The Bills are fantastic in the red zone. Um, opponents are scoring touchdowns on 76% of their trips inside the 20. So I'm. I'm going to take Buffalo plus three here and I'm going to lean on Josh Allen to be able to really carry this team uh, and include his mobility in one of the reasons why he'll be able to carry this Buffalo Bills team to an upset. And in fact, I'll take the Buffalo Bills money line this weekend. You can keep the points. So Dylan, you're on with the Packers and the Bills, correct? Correct. All right, pair. Um, are you going to stay on the same side as Dylan here? Or what are you looking at? Man, I, as a as a Bills fan, as a snake bit Bills fan, so many years, I'm gonna be watching this game curled up into a ball, crying into a blanket, uh, needing a safe space, uh, snowflaking to the max. Um, but look, I mean, here's the thing about the Chiefs: they have clinched now a losing against the spread record. Uh, they're currently seven and ten ATS. They can't have a winning ATS record on the season. No team has ever won the Super Bowl with a losing ATS record. I'd like to add up all of the points, though, that the Chiefs were favorite throughout the season and see if that was if, if it was more points than other teams in the past that have not done it. Yeah, that's true. That I, I can't I can't. A lot of double-digit favorites, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? But I'm, when I look at this game, I, I also see you talk about Pat Mahomes and are we going to trust him. He's got a foot problem too. We don't know exactly what that is. It could be, you know, a toe issue. It could be a 
plantar fascia issue. Um, but it's definitely going to affect his mobility. He could just lose his whole foot. I mean, you know, I feel sorry for the guy, but if it gets the bills of the Super Bowl, like, <laughs> uh, no, like it's, you could see it though before he even got the concussion. Like he was having trouble planting uh, and throwing to the outside. Uh, and this Bills defense has done a really good job of getting pressure on the quarterback lately. Uh, you saw that against Lamar Jackson; he was uncomfortable in the pocket last week. Um, so if you're able to get pressure on Pat Mahomes, and he's a statue back there. And maybe he is a little dizzy from his concussion. He's not going to be at 100%. And I think the Bills do have a chance uh, to capitalize on that. Uh, when I look at the number here of plus three or minus three, I'm, I really do have to wait and try to get a plus three and a half. Um, just because, and Dylan and I were talking about this before the show, uh, that you do not want bad news on Mahomes to come out and then you're stuck laying points with the bills because the line totally flips you holding a bills ticket. And in case bad news about Mahomes comes out, because if good news about Mahomes comes out, it's just going to move to three and a half anyway. So, um, or it's just going to stick because this is also looking like a bit of a sharp line freeze. Uh, you would expect a lot of sharps to be hitting this number hard on the plus it's side. It's coming in at about 55-45 on action right now, and uh, I expect that to to go – it's Kansas City still getting more action. I expect that to go more in Kansas City, Kansas City's favor, as you're saying right now, when we do find out that Patrick Mahomes will actually play in this game. Yeah, the, I don't think there's any chance that, that he doesn't play or that, you know, it's – two minutes before kickoff and all of a sudden Chad Henney's trots onto the field. Like that might be the way you find out. Um, yeah, I don't care if it's minus 30,000, put all of your money on the bills at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Just empty uh, out the bankroll. Right. Um, <laughs> but to, to your point, like, there's going to be more action on the chiefs. So There's still the public team. Uh, the bills sort of are a trendy dog, but on a short line like this, you're going to, you're going to see the public lane two and a half, three points with, with Kansas city that should drive the number to that three and a half territory. That's where I want it. Um, even as someone who already has too much invested in this game emotionally. Now the total of this game comes in at 54. If we have both of these two teams playing in the regular season with both healthy quarterbacks, I think 54 we're, we're excited to take the over on that game uh, on that number because Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen are very capable of putting up 30 points each. Well, the regular is that, season is that the matchup thought? was the regular season matchup was 26 to 17, right? Yeah, it was a it it went under. Now, yeah. do you uh do you expect this game to follow suit or as Dylan said the weather might be uh the weather might be pretty nice on this one. Do you think the uh the defense is I mean, dude, even in that last game last week there was like there was like three punts in that game the whole time. There, in the playoffs in general, there hasn't been very many punts. Teams are going for it. Teams are not trying to give up the ball. That all of that going into, you know, turning the ball over for better field position for the other team. 54 points is not that high when you have Pat Mahomes in the game. Pat Mahomes, you got to think he's going to put up 21, 21 at least, 28 probably. Um, Josh Allen can score as well. Are we taking the under? Are we taking the over? Or are we sitting this one out and rolling with our lead? Well, that's a tough total uh, for me. Um, you know, it, it's, it's easy to look at, at all the Bills scoring this season. Um, it's, all, it's also obviously easy to look at the Chiefs offense and just say, yeah, Bills versus Chiefs is an easy over. Uh, but I would have thought that the 
the Bills Colts game was an easy over. I thought that the Chiefs Browns game was an easy over. Neither one happened. So, you know, maybe there is something about uh, both these teams stepping up their defense in the, in the postseason. Um, but I think when you get the Bills and Josh Allen matched up against uh, the Kansas City yeah. man, man defense, compared to that Ravens man defense, you're not seeing Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. Exactly. <laughs> on the corners. And, and you got you to gotta expect that they're going to have to score to keep up with Pat Mahomes. That's what, I'm not going to actually touch the under-over on this game, but if I was leaning on one, I'd lean on the over. And that's rare for me on a total above 50 in the playoffs. I, just, I, I personally do think Pat Mahomes is going to do enough to keep this, this score going up. And if he doesn't, I think Josh Allen does. Now, I do want to touch on one thing for you guys. Uh, I, do, Zach- I do think that's a good, that's a good in-game play rather than pre-flop. Yeah, uh, see how the game starts out. Yeah, I kind of want to see how things go, especially if the Bills score first. Like, if the Bills go up 7 nothing, like, on the first drive, that's going to tell you how this game is going to flow. Yeah, every um, every that, it's the, an over. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing exactly. to note here, too, <laughs> Buffalo has actually performed better on the road with their over. So they're 5-1 and one to the over on the road. That's huge. With Good two shit. ties in there, actually. 5-1 and 2 on the road. And again, if they do come into Kansas City and Josh Allen is firing on all cylinders and that offense starts putting up points, the last thing I expect is for the Chiefs to not reciprocate. Right. That I, I don't see a 38 to three game sort of a thing going on here. So if the Buffalo Bills put up 38 points, you're going to get 30 points from the Chiefs too. Yeah. And I do want to touch on the fact that Zach Moss is out for this game. Uh, Vernon Butler is questionable. Cole Beasley comes in questionable. I expect him to play. Stephon Diggs comes in questionable. Gabriel Davis comes in questionable. I mean, that's three receivers for the Bills right there that uh, just keep an eye on. Make sure nothing goes awry here. Make sure nothing goes sideways. Uh, yeah, for the it, Chiefs, it, does look, it does look like Gabriel Davis is not going to play, um, but there's no the way other two guys should go. Yeah. There's no way Steph Diggs is missing the game. Exactly. Now, um, on, the, on the Kansas City side of the ball, we saw that uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has been out for a few weeks with his ankle, uh, ankle sprain. He's actually questionable to return in this game, as well as Le'Veon Bell. Rashad Fenton is also uh, questionable, expected to make a return in this game. Sammy Watkins coming in questionable, and obviously Pat Mahomes. So a lot of injury question, but most of it is, is kind of just end-of-the-season type. Uh, guys are banged up. Guys are sore. These guys are still going to strap it on and uh, – and get out there. I'm glad Ethan wasn't here to make a strap it on joke. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> just about went there anyway. Yeah, just, that one right on up. I can't even say anything without realizing how bad it is uh, right away because I'm just used to Ethan thrashing me. So um, that that leads me to my picks. I, I also want to bring up, guys, last week we went undefeated on our consensus picks. Like, anybody Mr. at home, come on. You guys must have made some money. Give us a thank you. Now, uh, this, this, week, uh, this week, things aren't as easy. Fewer games to choose from, but let's play it safe. Let's win some money. Tease the, uh, tease the underdogs. As simple as that. Tease the two underdogs to 10. The, Tom Brady's not going down by more than 10 points. Uh, I, I know that the box defense can be bad and Aaron Rod- whatever. Tom Brady, even if they go down 28-3 to three in this game, he's going to make a late charge, and he's going to scream and throw, and it's going to be hilarious. And I, I look forward to uh, seeing the box cover that 10-point spread. I, I want to root for the Bucs in this game, but my, my brain tells me the Packers are going to win. So that's why I'm going to take the Bucs on the tease plus 10. And easy money teasing the, uh, the Bills plus 10 to me also. Like, like we said, Kansas City hasn't covered a spread in forever. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, is clearly banged up. He's not himself. And even if the, the Chiefs put up a 40-burger, I think Josh, he can put up, 10, or, uh, put up 30. So I, I, love, uh, I love these plays on this week's games. I'm also taking a half-unit play uh, and throwing it on the over of the Bills game. 
I just I want to see a shootout. I want to see a shootout go in my favor, uh, college football style, because lately these uh, these overs have been absolutely miserable to watch. I, I told you guys last week I'm not touching a total. I'm touching I'm touching my tees. Same thing this week. I'm hammering my tees. Small play on the total of this game, Dylan. Anything you want to add to that? No, I like that tease. I think it's real safe. We talked about again the Kansas City covers. If you look back the entire season, Kansas City has only covered ten or more points twice. That was eleven and a half against New England uh, four weeks into the season when New England was an absolute dog shit show. Uh, and then, of course, the New York Jets. They beat them thirty-five to nine. Outside of that, they have not beat anybody by 10 points this season. So if I can get seven and move that up to 10, uh, again, I'm hitting the Bills money line, but that's definitely a comfortable teaser that you could throw a couple extra units on. Yeah, this is going to be an entertaining week of football no matter what, and that's what I look forward to because the last few weeks has been a little bit more predictable, which my wallet appreciated. But uh, this week we actually have some entertainment. Uh, Pear, what do you got? Well, speaking of uh, Dylan hitting the money line uh, and, and totals, Depending on what your book is uh, and, and what props are available, there is an interesting prop that I saw. Uh, highest scoring team this weekend. Uh, I love that, dude. I love that. Yeah, so you, you can actually get That's the fun. bills. You can get the bills at like plus 330, I think. Uh, and their money line, obviously, is plus 140. So if you think the bills are going to score the most points this week, obviously they'd have to beat the Chiefs. And obviously, if you're thinking that this is going to be a high scoring game and the highest the higher scoring of the two, then you got the Bills at a pretty good opportunity there to cash that ticket at plus 330, which is obviously much more value than the plus 140 money line. Yeah, and the weather, the weather, on, the weather on Sunday, and uh, dude, great point, amazing point, because I'm going to add something to that. The weather on Sunday in Green Bay is supposed to snow. It's supposed to be 28 degrees snow, like precipitation. It's going to be a mess. So what you just said, you're basically – not not 100% because things go sideways all the time, but you're basically taking that Bill's money line and you're turning it from plus 150 to plus 330 or whatever you just said. I do have to ask, Pear, on a follow-up question, where did the Chiefs come in on that? Uh, they were the favorite, and I think it was plus 140-ish. I love that. Like that. That's where I think that my money's probably going on the Chiefs to be the highest scoring week at plus 140. With, dude, I'm going to throw that on, on the, the Chiefs well, on and the, the Bills. Same, on the same yeah, principle – same principle, right? If you think that they're not going to go or the Packers aren't going to outscore the Chiefs or Bills, you're now getting a Kansas City money line at 140. I love that, dude. Why don't we just take them both, honestly, like plus yeah. odds for a small unit? Like, obviously, I'm going to stick to my teaser for my big bet. I'm, 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 I'm raking with that. But, uh, Pear, that's a uh, get ahead of the odds there. I love that. I think that's, uh, I think that's very smart. Um, I think it, I think we can discount and, uh, kind of count out, rule out that that Packers game being a shootout with the weather. And also the, the Green Bay defense and the Tampa Bay defense has proved have proved to be a little bit better than uh, Buffalo and Kansas City's defense, especially Kansas City's uh, in that Chiefs game. Now, uh, before we get out of here today, and, and I mean, good job, guys. We did, it, we did it pretty quick today, which is surprising for us. Usually we go off route for uh, at least uh, two, three minutes. But um, before we get out of here today, Dylan, I want uh, people at home to really know where to find your updated picks, where to find your golf leans on Twitter, because – Things change by the minute, by the hour, and you and Pear both do an outstanding job of posting your picks on Twitter and letting the letting the listener and the viewer know exactly how you guys are doing. So where can we see that, uh, Dylan? Yeah, find me on Twitter at MuseSuccess, M-U-S-E-D-S-U-C-C-E-S-S, Muse Success. And Pear, the Paris 11, uh, as we should call you. Um, it's time to trust the Paris again. Where can we find your stuff? And 
And how do you usually post and uh, how have you been going about kind of getting your leans up on Twitter? Uh, well, like you said, at the Paris 11 on Twitter, um, I take looks early in the morning um, at, at the lines and see what the movement has been from the night before. I'm always looking the night before. So always look for that line movement early in the morning. Um, look for things to move through zero, uh, short lines to move through zero. That, that'll tell you uh, where the sharp money has been while, you're, while you've been sleeping. Um, and then also moves through key numbers. There are key numbers in basketball, so I'm paying attention to that stuff as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always going to post something in the morning on what I'm leaning towards for the day. Um, updates throughout the day if, uh, if I see anything pop. Now I'm not gonna lie. I've been uh, I've been doing this for about five six years now, um, maybe even a, a couple years longer than that. And I don't really rely on anybody for information. But I got to be honest with uh, everyone at home. When I have a question, I ask Pear every time. Uh, Pear gives me the best information. Even if you don't, uh, even if you don't want to, you know, follow our leans and our picks and and or, or whatnot. Uh, there's enough information, you know, coming from Pear's Twitter, coming from Pear, coming from me, that you can at least get an idea of what's going on around these leagues and uh, and and who the hell to stay away from. So at a minimum, uh, I think you're I think you're doing a great job with that pair. I mean, your 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 Twitter has posted winning leans uh, the last few days. I'm loving it. Um, as for me, you can find me on ZoneCovers.com at Tiny Nick's Gambling Picks. You can find me on Twitter at the Real Tiny Nick. My posts or my tweets are, or sorry, my picks are posted daily uh, via Twitter. Uh, they're also posted at ZoneCovers.com. Uh, been on a couple other podcasts. Just. Uh, just keep listening, guys. We really appreciate your uh, your support, and you can find us on Instagram at Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. Looking to grow that a little more here. Uh, next week, we'll get back into more of the regular swing of things here with Paris College Corner, um, with Dylan's random golf picks uh, and Ethan's stupid shit that nobody cares to hear. Um, but keeps the <laughs> keeps the show flowing. I also want to uh, shout out Pep, and and hopefully we can get Pep on here for a, a monster Pep play on our next episode. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you next week.